Hello there, and thanks for joining me today for the podcast, The Psychology Report. Frugal health habits. That's the topic today. Frugal health habits. Here's the deal. Today I was introduced to a gentleman who is in the process of weight loss. 140 pounds he needs to lose. He's lost 40. He's on his way. He and his wife have committed themselves to exercise, to um, a more healthy lifestyle eating plan, and to live a life more frugal relative to health care and to healthy living. Now, that's an example, perhaps, for all of us. We may not have 140 pounds to lose. We may have only 40 or 20. We may not have any pounds necessarily to lose, but we may need to have a better healthy lifestyle relative to heart functions or lung functions or brain functions or whatever it might be. You see, our whole body is affected by how we live. And how we live affects our entire body. Some organs more directly than others. So when we look at this issue of frugal health habits, the idea is this. It is a common knowledge that healthy lifestyle pays a healthy dividend. Healthy lifestyle pays a healthy dividend of decreased illness and longer life. Now just take that concept. If we live a healthy lifestyle, we benefit by decreased illness. That means decreased doctor visits. That means decreased medication use. That means decreased uh, visits to hospitals, emergency rooms, and, and so on. But it also leads to the benefit of a longer life. Now the question is, is there a benefit? Is there a frugal benefit? Is there a monetary benefit when you live longer but you live better? You live longer but you live more healthy. That's a good question, you know, to take a look at in terms of what is the relative cost of being a healthy person. Now, generally, we think we're going to save money because we live a healthy way. We don't have to spend money by going to all these doctors. We don't have to spend money with medications. We don't have to spend money in buying health products of various kinds. And um, maybe that's particularly true. Well... Here's two authors, Mr. Lay and Mr. Fries. They wrote a book entitled Health Action Managers. Uh, several years ago, they wrote this book and concluded that poor health habits were very costly, particularly to seniors in our society. Health, poor health habits, very costly, but particularly to seniors in our society. That's what they concluded. Healthcare is expensive, but making changes even in later life, they found, could produce substantial savings. So in other words, you live a healthy life, you're going to save money. Even if you're old, even if you're older, whatever that age might be, there still can be substantial savings for your pocket. So, you know, if you're living on a short budget, if you're trying to crimp and make things work, you better start living in a healthy life way. 
because they're going to save some money and that will be more money in your pocket for other purposes. So lower medical costs and better health can lead to obviously a greater peace of mind, a greater sense of happiness, a greater sense of tranquility you know, in your life. So it's those two things, lower medical care and cost and better health. That's how we achieve a sense of peace, a sense of tranquility, a sense of calmness, and a sense of peace in our mind, okay? Now, here's what these authors uh, included in their book. It was a research study done several years ago at the Bank of America. They took 1,500 retirees. The average age was about 69 years of age. And they conducted an, a study in which uh, these people were to uh, reduce many of their personal health risk behavior patterns. They were to stop them altogether or certainly reduce them for the next 12 months of their life. That included less cigarette smoking, less alcohol use, less body mass or weight, greater seatbelt use, more exercise. And um, what they then concluded was that there was a reduction in not only these behavior patterns that we call health-related behavior patterns or health risk behavior patterns. And that was true. They did find that, they, that these people did reduce their alcohol consumption by about two drinks per day. And they did reduce their cigarette consumption. Uh, and some, all, some actually quit. But uh, they reduced it generally on an average about a pack a day. And they reduced their body mass as a group. They had a greater use of seatbelt, which means if they were in an accident, there was less injury and less uh, use of hospitals and doctors and so on. And um, they exercised about 100 minutes a day. I mean, pardon me, 100 minutes a week. 100 minutes a week. It's about 15 minutes a day, more than they had done in the past. Now, each of these changes in their behavior was associated with a certain dollar amount of money that they saved. They figured it out on each of them, how much they saved to cut their smoking, how much they saved to cut their alcohol use, how much they saved if they reduced their weight or if they exercised, you know, that kind of thing. And there was a certain dollar value that they benefited from each of these. And at the end of the year, they concluded this that there was a savings of about $4,500 per year, a total average savings. So, when you take that many people, 1,500 bank employees who are retired now, and they each saved about $450, I mean $4,500, $4,500 a year, that's a lot of dough, that's a lot of money that is retained in the pockets of these people. Now, if you multiply that right across our country, you know, and if each person engaged in a behavior pattern change relative to just health, just health, they're going to be happier, going to have a life that's going to be much more peaceful, going to live longer, and they're going to save a lot of bucks. 
just in this area of healthcare. So you think of people, and I think of Molly, who I wrote about in my book on uh, health, achieving a healthy lifestyle. You know, she hadn't gone to a doctor in 50 years. Well, <laughs> look at all the savings. Look at all the savings there. You know, I think that there are many, many people like that that have not gone to a physician in 50 years or didn't need to actually go, but did go periodically anyway. And there are lots of people who cut their smoking. Lots of people cut their alcohol use. Lots of people weight loss. Lots of people are very diligent about seat belts. Lots of people who exercise. See, all those people are wise because they're saving dollars that would have been spent taking care of themselves and correcting their health and modifying their health through healthcare services of their physician, their hospital, their clinics, and uh, various kind of uh, programs that they'd enter into otherwise. So, unfortunately, most people wait until a crisis takes place to change their behavior patterns relative to their health and improve their health. They have a heart attack. You know, they have to have emphysema attacks, start panic attacks, if you will. And, but why wait for a crisis like that? Why wait for that? Why not just start a frugal, healthy lifestyle yourself now and look at it from the point of view of saving yourself some dollars? If you want to do a study of it, keep track of it. Look at the last year. Go to your checkbook in the last year and see how much money you have spent in healthcare. And then a year from now, do the same thing. See what the difference is. If you live a life that's different, if you live a life that is frugal, relative to health care. So we all have areas where we have inappropriate behavior. We all have areas that we are unhealthy in our behavior patterns and lifestyle. You know, we all can alter this area of our life. Our health will be improved, and obviously so will our relationships. Our health will be improved, and so will our pocketbook. <laughs> you know, frugal health habits have a place in this world. And maybe this is the time to do so. We're all concerned about the health care plan that's going to come out of Washington. And all we're all worried about is that we're going to have insurance to cover all of our medical visits. Well, maybe we ought to look at it the other way around. Start living a healthy lifestyle, and you don't have to worry about a health plan. Because you'll need, you'll need it less. You'll rely upon it less. So maybe we need to take the responsibility ourselves as individuals. The best health plan out there in the world is your own self-care. Call it your self-care plan. And if you do your own self-care relative to the healthy lifestyle and the healthy patterns of behavior, you're taking care of yourself and you're probably going to pay the premiums of a health insurance plan just by the savings that you accrue over a year's period of time. If you can save $5,000 a year just by living more healthy, what does it cost you for an insurance plan per year? Well, maybe you got the answer there, okay? So your health can be improved, so can your relationships, and so can your general happiness. So, I recommend that to you. Start living a frugal, healthy lifestyle. Hey, go to my website, booksbyhedberg.com. In there I have my book, Achieving and Living a Healthy Lifestyle in a World of Stress. You know, 
there's a lot of stuff in that book showing you how to live a healthy lifestyle. Stress is around you. Stress you have to deal with. But you can live a healthy lifestyle. You can, you can achieve it and you can maintain it and live it on a daily basis. And you're going to get some real benefit, you know, from that. Hey, good to have you with me today and bye for now.